welcome back to another episode of You Do You. Now, change of location, I am actually in Spain, and in Malaga. And, right, I'm going to describe the view of what I'm seeing right now, because, guys, like, yesterday, right, okay, let me tell you the travel, because, like, I was talking to some of my friends about this, and this journey was stressful. Like, I feel like when you're travelling, it is just stressful. Like, you like oh have I got everything because you can't just pop home can you so you've got to know that you've got everything and then you're thinking like right am I going out have I got enough somewhere like all of that jazz and then to make matters worse though the airport's like there is a problem with getting your luggage back like at this point in time right now the chances of you getting your luggage back is like probably like I'm gonna say like five percent honestly but so we took hand luggage but to be honest that's pretty decent because on a holiday you just really like I haven't bought my straighteners I haven't bought makeup I haven't bought anything I am living my raw natural life and that is what today's episode is all about because now listen i know that literally every episode is about body confidence but it's going to be a bit of like bikini confidence with like how to actually like feel good in yourself because yesterday i was feeling disgusting in myself and therefore amazing what's changed my mindset um you know, haven't just suddenly lost like 70 pounds or whatever. All that has changed is my mindset. So, I had the trip yesterday, long flight, and for some reason you had to wear face coverings, which, you know, I went away in February to Barcelona and you had to wear face masks, but COVID just doesn't seem like a thing to me anymore. Like, so when someone's like, wear a face mask, it just seems like we're going back like two years. So yeah, that was crazy. Anyway, didn't lose my luggage because we had hand luggage. But then we had to wait hours for the rented car. And then the journey was like, I'm going to say it was like two hours, a two hour drive. So like after being in that Finded that like close airport, like being on that plane, all that jazz, then getting in a fucking hot, stuffy car is the last one. But then, to top it all off, we did a grocery shop, and you know, I attempted to do GPS Spanish, but in the end, I got to drop it. So, my Spanish. Like, it's just not there. Like, I can read a bit of Spanish to understand it. And obviously, I can say, like, hello, thank you very much. Beautiful. Mucho guapo. Right, if that is wrong, or if that is, like, wrong 
noun or verb or whatever do not come to me but um yeah so we got there in the end and oh yeah we had to wake up yesterday at three in the morning and we finally got to the villa at around six so I'm not really sure where all of that time went, mainly being in cars or planes, travelling, but yeah, it was a lengthy process, and like literally, I just wanted to cry, and I kept saying to myself, like, it is just the lack of sleep, like, no matter how many times I slept, like, yesterday, like, I slept in plane and all of that, but... It just messes up your body clock if you, like, have a couple hours sleep. Like, it seriously, it just messes you up. Like, whoever says, like, oh, yeah, I'm fine after a night out, you're not. Like, you're not. And that's essentially what it was. Like, I went to sleep at, like, 11 and then got up at 3. I was just, yeah, anyway. Um, so, yeah. I had a long sleep, and to be honest, I was just feeling suddenly really self-conscious about my body. Like, I don't know what it was, but I was kind of picturing myself in, like, a bikini. I was, like, comparing myself to, like, different... If you can hear that in the background, that's the pool. Like, the water coming into it. But, yeah, I was, like, comparing... um, my body at like different times um it just wasn't very nice but then I woke up this morning and I just felt refreshed so that was amazing and honestly like just being away it is so nice like just having time to breathe like I I remember like the week before like I went away I was traveling like for hours going to meet people like I was getting on train I was ending up in like south or west London girl and like yeah it was fun like I do not regret it but it's like I was tired like I get tired easily but being on a train journey, like, like, I was getting on, like, these, like, three trains, like, who do I think I am, so, it's just nice to honestly just sit back and just chill, and honestly, just enjoy time with my family, and, like, enjoy getting tanned. Um yesterday I was really missing all of my friends and I was like I always get this like the first day that I'm doing something new. I get this like really bad anxiety. Um because I feel like everyone is like having fun and like I'm not there. And I just like I wanna be with them again. But then I yeah, like I was saying, like I woke up this morning and I was like, do you know what, actually, Delilah, you're being a silly banana because I'm insane. Like, you don't get many opportunities to do that. 
like the most exciting thing probably for me would be like going home and watching Netflix. One time it's like a mountain. Like I get why I was anxious and like sad, but also it's like I've just kind of in I'm just enjoying it now. Like I've kind of gotten through that and like still messaging my friends. But, you know, I'm enjoying this. So so basically some things that this is a little bit late, I feel like. Because summer is almost over. Like next month it's like school or work or whatever you're doing. But it's like it's kind of the last month. So let's how to live your bestest last month of summer number one for me when it comes to like meal times or anything i got this really cute like zebra print little it's like um i do not know how to describe clothing but it's like really thin so it does not matter what weather it is and it's like oversized and they just bundle it up so you don't have to worry about your stomach rolls being on the show while you're eating just pop over a little t-shirt and you're fine um another thing is is that everyone is used to seeing me with straight hair <laughs> I'm used to seeing myself with straight hair it's like an everyday thing that I straighten my hair but being away, like I remember I used to get so anxious about like not having straight hair. Like I used to always straighten it every night before we went out to dinner. Like thinking back, what was I doing? Like I get it. And I get that like, you know, the girls on Love Island would do that. Well they don't even go swimming, do they? They just how that's fun but the thing is when you're on holiday especially like if you are in a villa not seeing anybody just embrace your naturalness like for two weeks or for however long you're away for just embrace it because this is kind of a version of you that's quite limited like it's like a limited edition of you you're not going to see this kind of you're a self you like day to day because day to day life is so stressful do you know what I mean like there is constant stress no matter where it's coming from you're never going to be truly at peace so doing things that you're coming back and you're kind of being your authentic self like not doing little things like not straightening your hair I'm going to take my acrylic nails off um, in a couple days and just enjoy just enjoy everything so another thing that's helped me feel a little bit more is doing like
knowing I was going to go on solitary, like, right. Because I didn't want to work out every morning before you sunbathe, like, go on a walk in the afternoon. Honestly, it's just not achievable. Like, one, it's just so hot here. But also, it's like, I am on holiday. Like, realistically, do I want to be doing that? No. Will I have felt like I've rested? No. Like, sure, in September, I'll probably start exercising again. But right now, hell no. I want to enjoy the most of summer. I want to enjoy, you know, spending mornings making French toast with my best friend and watching, like, binging a really good Netflix show. Or, like, um, getting chicken burgers when you're really drunk, you know? Like, all of those little things that we used to kind of tell ourselves, like, that's how you gain weight, or, like, that. Like, we used to always kind of look at the negatives, and I still do sometimes, but honestly, I don't care right now. I am just embracing every opportunity that comes my way. And I'm embracing all of the new memories that I've made. If I had this regimented schedule still of working out six days a week, going on walks, eating a really particular way, drinking shit ton of water, I wouldn't have made, like, I don't think I would have made really any of the memories that I've made this summer. And it's all just come from me being chilled and going with the flow, which is one thing that I really struggled with, with my eating disorder, is that I just, I had to plan everything. Nothing could be a surprise to me. Like, if we were going to a restaurant, I would have to look at the menu first and like decide if there was anything safe to eat for me. Um, and if there wasn't, then we weren't going. Like. That is how kind of strict and I was on myself. Let's let that car go by. I'm actually quite surprised you're hearing a car. That's a rare sight. There's literally no one here. Like I could get murdered and no one would know. Well, until the guy comes back to collect the But that would be like a good couple of weeks that I'd be dead for. Anyway, um, so, so yeah, I've just been embracing my summer and embracing new people, new memories, doing new things, like, I don't, I think I've been in a bikini more than I have in my whole life, and I'm not in my, like, most of summer I, I have been in either skimpy clothes or a bikini. Now before, I would have like, like I, I, I've got to tell you guys about this because this day truly like, it really did mark a difference in my recovery. So in I think it was like last summer, 
probably, where like lockdown restrictions were easing, you could go meet people. And I remember that I made me and my friends this like really small salad for lunch before we um went in the hot tub for the afternoon. Right. Um and I kind of thought that was enough anyway. So, oh yeah, and the whole afternoon was kind of talking about our bodies and how we need to lose more weight. Compared to this summer, me and my best friend went in the hot tub and we were surprised by my mum bringing back about three bags worth of shopping. Um, which we pretty much ate all of it in the garden while we still in our bikinis girls find yourself girls and boys find yourself friends that love yourself that love you for who you actually are I feel like I said that before but like genuinely like me and my friend were sitting down bloated AF did that affect our friendship hell no we laughed about it and then carried on with our life. Like, do you know what I mean? It's not a big thing at all. What was more good is that we were enjoying the food and like, like having a good time. Surely that's all somebody can ask from that, you know? Instead of just being obsessed with things that do not matter like I remember when I was really deep in my eating disorder I don't think I had one guy messaging me like genuinely I don't think I did now I've got like 20 guys like probably more than that (laughs) like replying to my stories like all of that saying like you're so beautiful like your body's amazing like It feels so nice to embrace my curves, embrace my, like, curvy body, my ugly flat stomach, my big ass, my hips, all of it. Because something that I was thinking about earlier is that, right, and this is what I wanted to get onto, actually, is only fans and kind of like corn or like selling me but I wanted to start off the conversation with if you are in that industry or like even like if you're not like and you're just posting on social media there will be no matter how self um conscious you are or like how how ugly you think that you are or like you have this really deep insecurity about one part of your body, there will be somebody that will love you for exactly who you are. Now, genuinely I'm saying that because I have really bad insecurities and I still do. Even recording this podcast, I still do. Like, I, like I'm not gonna sit here and name all of it, but I have a guy like before me even like addressing that that was an insecurity being like I love that part of you 
or like you know and it kind of like it makes you go a bit speechless at first because you're like how on earth does somebody love that part of me that I hate but then like you kind of have to take a step back and be like actually like that's made me feel really happy I used to always just be like oh they're lying they're just saying that I used to never ever be able to take a compliment I used to think that people only saying it so that I would carry on eating um like I remember somebody like years ago complimenting my smile and I instantly just thought of my cheeks and I was like I've got the fastest face like how on earth do they think I'm pretty like and I just kind of shrugged away their comment like and I remember like the whole um like the whole room just went quiet like but now if someone's complimenting me I will obviously turn the compliment but that will make me happy you know and it does I feel like when you've worked so hard to get in a place where you are able to eat a variety of foods without having to excessively work out or wear yourself I would say that's not truly happy because obviously like shit can still be happening but I would say like from an eating disorder point of view I used to like be crying my mum being like I wish I could eat without like feeling like a failure all the time like I would literally after every meal just burst out crying feeling so guilty and all I'd eaten was like vegetables. I remember like I was snacking on some like peppers and cucumber before dinner and I remember literally like going up to my mum being like I've just done a really bad thing like I feel horrible and she was like Lila you've just eaten vegetables like you're fine like and I remember when I was trying to like gain the weight because I was at like quite an unhealthy weight at one point. And I remember I ate this brownie and I was like to my dad, like, have I, like, do you think that I would have put on all the weight that I need to now? Like, do you think that I don't need to eat this food anymore? Like, do you think I'm fine? Like, oh, it was just horrible. And a lot of, like, mental health issues in general, I feel from an outsider's opinion, do not make sense to that to somebody that hasn't suffered with that. Like, if somebody if somebody's talking to me about their eating disorder, there's still parts of their eating disorder that I can't fully understand. But that's not a bad thing either. But I feel like the trait that you need to develop in order to like be fully supportive is to be empathetic and to put yourself in their shoes. Because you may not fully understand, you may be a little bit confused. 
you could say to them, do you mind explaining that a little bit more if that's okay? Or you could just say, I can imagine that was extremely tough for you, you know? Like, I think that I remember in my eating disorder, I would still say I'm in recovery actually, I would. And, but I remember when I was like just like starting to recover that like I got this dominoes one and I was messaging this guy and he was like, oh, so you're having a cheat day? And I was like, what? Like, this is just my dinner. And he was like, a bit unhealthy though, isn't it? It's just like little things that people say, like, and I think he had replied to my story of the pizza being like, I said something like, not gonna listen to the eating disorder voice or like something like that. And still, like,
go make the most of summer. If there's something that you like that you're a bit embarrassed to say, just say it. If there's something that you don't like to do, then say it. Think about your life like this, is that you are the main person in your life. You are. Like, you hear your name most, and then it's like everyone else's name, if you know what I mean. Like, you are living your life, and the way that, the thing that has helped me so much is knowing that any situation that I get into, it's an experience. It doesn't define me, it doesn't make me, it's not glued onto me, like I can learn and move on. And also, I can learn and forget. If there's something that you want to say to your partner, or there's something that you want to do that's different and you haven't tried it before, just say it. Make the most of summer. Go explore the area that you're in. Go meet the new faces. Go make a change to the people that you're seeing at the moment. And you'll kind of see, like, it is so liberating. Like, let's redefine what sex is and actually realise that it is a and it is a connection and that whoever shames or whoever says tells with a high ball count or blah 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 or like oh she's gonna be like loose all of those like slurs or like not slurs but like all of the like things that I've heard guys describe girls as like I I will 100% stand up to them now and as a girl personally it is hard like I remember from primary school I just kind of knew that as a girl, I was a little bit different to the boys. And I remember that the boys, like when we were playing sports, said to be the classic sexist comment of like, I don't want a girl on my team, or like things like that. So you've kind of got that kind of, I'm not as good mindset. And then you kind of move into secondary school, and it's like, I think in secondary school, it's then when you start to discover guys like to me that ha- that's what it was anyway in year seven I was like this sweet innocent girl with like plaits and I was just discovering snapchat and then I remember this real shift in me in year eight the next year and like I had no idea what I wanted, but I felt that my identity was to please guys. And not even like in a sexual way, just like I felt I had to look a certain way because that is what 
will get a guy's attention or like I felt I had to speak a certain way because again I felt that like that's what guys wanted it's not always sexual things but it's like you do small little things and once you start realizing that you do them you kind of become a bit angry at yourself like I've become really angry at myself for like knowing that I was going to see a guy knowing that like I did not feel good enough like I I was tired I did not like want to go and see this guy I still got up put a shit ton of makeup on put on like a skimpy ass outfit just for this guy like I put in so much effort like a good few hours well, this guy and so many others are just rolling out of bed, putting on a little bit of links aftershave and heading out the door and probably high as fuck. Like, they probably wouldn't remember meeting you the next day. Like, I was on the train and I saw this girl and she, she was just like really innocently beautiful and she was wearing this really cute little dress and she was reading a book and then she was sitting next to this guy like they weren't partners it was just strangers on the train but she was sitting next to this guy and he looked so scruffy like honestly he did like he clearly did not put any effort into his appearance and I just thought it was quite sad that girls are kind of conditioned to look a certain way, speak a certain way, not say certain things, all of that. And with guys, like, sometimes it can be a different story. Now, would I say that guys don't suffer with body confidence or you know media pressure absolutely not I feel like guys do 100% suffer with that as well but just talking from a girl's opinion here is that I think it's unfair I think it's unfair that if a girl wears like kind of an oversized outfit or like something that doesn't show off her figure someone will describe it as like a like a lazy day out there instead of it's like no actually I just feel comfortable wearing this today like this is what I want to wear it's not a lazy day out there like what do you expect girls to be looking like like a Kardashian 24-7 like that is a normal outfit for girls to wear is it not um also, what is wrong with a girl asking a guy out? Like, seriously, what is wrong with that? Because I've talked to a lot of individuals about it, and I remember this specific conversation I was talking to this guy about it, and he was quite shocked. I like that I had actually, like, this was years ago, but I've asked the guy out before. And I was really, really surprised with people's, like, surpriseness. 
I think it's like kind of the guy asks the girl out, the guy like does all of this, like it should be like that. Like if the girl is getting the right advice to this guy, like you know that they both like each other. Why is it so odd that like a girl just asks him out? Like why is that an odd thing to do? I would say that you should be your best friend. Like I said, every situation is just an experience. You're the main priority. If you were in that situation like I was and you didn't like the guy and you didn't feel comfortable, remember that you're the main priority. So if you're not feeling happy, it's like if a celebrity is hungry and they're on set, like say they're filming like a new film, all of the team would run and get that celebrity a snack because they want them to be happy. Do you know what I mean? Okay, I don't think that really makes sense, but it's like just keep checking in with yourself being like okay that example did not make sense at all just ignore that i'm not really the girl that edits this podcast but don't um yeah just remember who you are remember what you stand for and if somebody is doing something different to that then just Ask your best friend to call you and say it's an emergency. Do a shitty excuse like that and just get out of there. You know that you're not going to see them again. And if you do, then joke on them. They didn't make you feel good. You know, flip the situation around. If he's going to be like, she just left, like she's frigid or something. Be like, he didn't make me feel good. Like, he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. Put it back on him. Like, it is not fair that gals get called all of these names, get, like, shamed about, like, we cannot do anything right. If we've got a high body count, we're a slut. If we've got a low body count, we're frigid. Like, who are all these guys sleeping with? (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, how can you expect a guy to be sleeping with, like, 200 plus girls? Who are these girls then? Like, oh my god, this monster is beautiful. Right, okay, the next part of this is... Where's your sunglasses for? My best friend told me two bits of advice that have stayed with me forever. The first thing links back to the first part of the podcast. Whenever I felt insecure about my body and I've been with her, she said, but can you change it right now? No. So enjoy this moment. And at first, like, when she told me that, it kind of pissed me off a bit. I was like, can you make me feel a bit better about my body? But then I kind of got what she was saying. And it's like, you can't actually change what you look like like you're born a certain way 
you you're meant to look a certain way and as much as you try and fight it or whatever the way that you look right now actually will not change or whatever drama is happening right now just forget about it that is irrelevant live in the moment more and all of the extras in your life just begin to seem so irrelevant the other thing that she said to me was the reason I wear sunglasses she said is that you're not giving away all of your identity you're holding back a bit of yourself if you go on a date like say you're going on like a can you hear that that is what I had to go to sleep to last night and I think I'm going to be the only one up to hear this you can hear it I can <laughs> I don't know where all dogs are Anyway, so, say you're going on like a cute summery evening date, it's going to be a little bit sunny still, pop on the sunglasses, have a first hug, you know, say hello, when you're sitting down at the table, then take them. Hold back a little bit of yourself, that's sexy, like you're going to make the guy going to be like, like, I don't want to see a bit more of her. Like, he's going to want more. And that's your main goal, really. Play the higher role. But, instead of getting, and instead of getting angry about certain things, instead, like, say like think to yourself no okay right go off play the higher role but if they're doing something that annoys you like I am firstly I will just say and I do not think this is petty I block all of my exes I just think that chapter in my life is done I don't want to be seeing your story like genuinely I do not want to be seeing the new girls that you're sleeping with or whatever and I don't want you rubbing it in my face and I don't want you actually seeing my stories I don't want that constant anxiety of thinking oh we've seen this one but he hasn't seen this one is it bad or like or has he liked my recent post on Instagram girl I'm not about that but if somebody is moving dirty or they're going low just to get at you laugh silently like go to your best friend and just laugh like make an inside joke about the way that they are moving and put the shame back on them never kind of get angry like obviously get angry but if somebody's doing something petty it's not even worth your energy do you know what I mean just chuckle to yourself and <laughs> you know like it is just funny I've been in so many situations where someone has been so angry or heated and I'm like 
chill out. Like, what on earth has happened that's made you this angry? Like, it is, what have I done? I haven't done anything. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Right, next page. Right, now this is a big game. Why do we feel the need to have constant validation from men? I feel like now, growing up, I'm so self-conscious. Like, not as much now, but I was very self-conscious if I was, like, around a guy or, like, even somebody that I didn't like but he was still like a male and I just felt like no matter who it was if it was a guy I had to look good like is that not crazy is that not the most insane thing you've ever heard before do you think that there is shame in selling you because I would say, like, your body is precious. You know, there's only one of you in the world. But at the same time, it's like, it, it is like a, I would say that it is something that can be quite rewarding. You can get a lot of guys that are so into you, like, like oddly into you. But, you know, it's still a compliment at the end of the day. And you're also gaining money. But then it's like, well, what do I prefer? Privacy or feeling like getting compliments? And now you could easily come at me and be like, well, you can get compliments without selling your body. I get that. But for me, if somebody is seeing all of you, not just like an Instagram picture of you, if someone's seeing all of you, I think that's like very special and like quite unique. Not the whole world is going to see you naked. So, for people that are, it is different, you know? It's more, not special, that's not the right word if you're selling news at all. I can't think of the word, but there is something quite private about your body. And by you trusting the person, by sending a photo or whatever, I think that is, to me anyway, quite a big deal. I think though, being in that industry, you have to be prepared to think about the guy. You know, like, is he being pleased or whatever? Is he enjoying this? And then the second thing is money. You know, that in that industry, it's not really to do with your feelings. And if you're a bit sensitive or like a bit conscious about things, I would say just find yourself a nice boyfriend. 
and get a good job. But, you know, this type of thing interests people. And I know a lot of people that do it. Like, in, like, Olivia Atwood, I think her name is, she's just come out with, um, was it a podcast? A film? It was something where she is talking about basically OnlyFans and like basically saying that it is a feminist like businesswoman thing. I can also see how you can get taken advantage of or how it can completely ruin your life. So to be honest, I see both views. interesting reading back on my journal. The last thing I said was, I hate men. Which I feel like a lot of you will probably be thinking after this podcast episode, but I do not hate men. Like, to wrap it up, I don't. I just, it angers me when somebody is taking the mix or if somebody is trying to make you feel less worthy because of some like sexist remark or whatever like throughout history there has always been a group that has been like picked on they've always been the minority and you know in the in 2022 would I say it's just one group of people being picked on absolutely not it is a range of people which I think is just disgusting really Um, if you guys follow me on Instagram you will know that I have a real problem with this one individual now, this guy, I actually cannot remember his name because he's right, I remember. Andrew Tate. The guy, I... I will openly admit to hating this guy. Now, we're wrapping up this podcast, but I just want to say quickly... In fact, I'm going to read you a post that one of my friends posted on her Instagram. But I almost cried after reading this. So, things Andrew Tate has publicly stated. Women and men's property. Women can't do a job as well as a man can. Women can never be as smart as a man. It is a woman's fault if she is right. That one really got me. Women who are depressed are just lazy. His method of having sex with a woman. Slap, slap, grab, choke shut up bitch sex men having sex with another woman isn't cheating but a woman talking to a man is cheating you can solve all the problems in the world if every woman had their body count on their forehead he seeks out and grooms 18 year old girls because they are fresh i'm not a rapist but i like the idea of being able to do what i want to a woman feminist are ugly bitches deprived of male attention. Women are easy to rape and therefore shouldn't complain when it happens. 
women have no idea how business works. Being in a loyal, monogamous relationship with a woman is gay. He moved to Romania because it is easier to get away with sexual assault there. I hope you guys can see why Andrew Tate... Is that... Why do I keep forgetting this guy's name? Because it... Yeah, it is. I just think that this guy isn't even a human being. I think he is just pure evil. I think it is disgusting that he has 4.5 million followers on Instagram. I think it's absolutely disgusting that people are still supporting him after all of the things that he's openly said. I think it kind of puts the podcast industry as well at shame because Andrew Tate has a podcast. I've heard snippets of it. Would I say that he's an understanding or considerate guy? Absolutely not. Like, no. I would say that that guy is very self-obsessed and thinks that everyone loves him. And he's just... Like, I could say so many things about this guy. And I've seen that he's trending on TikTok with all of the things that he's been saying. This shouldn't be a trend. Like, this shouldn't be something that we are supporting. No matter if you're sticking up for it or not, you're still giving him fame and attention. It's like on the documentary of Don't Fuck With Cat. Like, when all those people got involved when he was posting the YouTube videos, it was like, do you think he would continue if those people weren't as interested in those videos? Like, even though they didn't like the videos, but they were still paying close attention to this guy. I would just say, be mindful of what you are watching on media, what you are posting, because you do not know who is viewing that. Social media is something that younger and younger people are using now and even though like on Instagram there's like a rule now that under 18s can't see um, body enhancement okay that's a step but why can young people still see like animal cruelty why can young people still see fucking Andrew Tate's words like not even just young people but like say you were a victim of sexual assault or rape and you were what and you had seen what Andrew Tate said it's not right it is not right and he's just one example of somebody that is pushing the limit and because he's on social media that is why social media is such a dangerous game is because there will always be a group of people that agree with you now on that note well i'm still on six percent but i think i want to leave it on this note i want you guys to really think like we've addressed a lot and i'm really happy that i've actually been able to talk about all of this because i really wanted to 
finally address it because it needs saying and I feel like as much as you can only post so much in your story to make an impact do you know what I mean like you can post awareness um things and all of that are you really making a difference hardly but what you're doing more like and I've done this like I've just posted loads of Andrew Tate's um, pictures on my Instagram being like what the hell are you doing but I'm still giving him attention aren't I I'm still looking at his profile I am one more number in his statistics so what do we do do we stay silent because for me I couldn't do that I don't think I would be able to. I think it just goes against everything that I stand for. And I wouldn't be able to just let him or anyone else say something that is offensive or rude about another human being. On that note, (laughs) on that note, I want you guys to think about the way that we interact with I can be very talkative and love talking to people and sometimes I can just hate being around people and want my own space. Both are completely fine but we have to find a way that others feel heard and listened to as well. And I think we also need to find a way on social media that it isn't so intense. Do you know what I mean by that? Like, I feel like you're either seeing a really edited picture of a woman wearing literally nothing, or you're seeing, like, the most disturbing videos that you did not sign up to watch. I hope you guys have a nice rest of your night. I know this episode has been a bit intense, but I really, really, really hope that even one thing that I've said has landed for you. I wish you guys all the best, and I'm sending you my love. And thank you for listening to this week's episode. I'll see you soon.